Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. And hello! Welcome to episode 17 of the Hot Toy Cast. We're going to cover some San Diego Comic Con reveals this week. My name is Amor Donahue. Uh, my name is Jeff Parker. And I'm Michael Crawford. Okay, so we're going to not waste any time with crazy introductions. You all should know who we are by now, I think, anyway. Uh, we're going to go straight on it. Now, you all need to go to uh, mwctoys.com, uh, which is Mike Crawford's page. You need to go to the San Diego uh, Sideshow Hot Toys uh, reveal page. And uh, on there, then, because they, these are actually some of the finest uh, pictures we've seen on- online. So these are great pictures taken by Mike, who's the only one of us who managed to make it to San Diego Comic Con this year. I did not, sadly. I usually do go, but uh, this this year you went, Mike. And uh, how was it overall? Oh, it was a good show. I think that uh, it was it was interesting this year. Uh, it seemed a little less uh, crowded, particularly on preview night. Oh yeah. Uh, I know you were there last year. Yep. Um, and and I got to say, you know, preview night was nuts last year. You could barely move anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I it, I don't know if they either sold a few more tickets this year or they've managed to have a few more things going on. Um, I do know, like, I went to see the uh, premieres of Flash and Constantine, and um, um, they were supposed to show iZombie, but they, they decided not to because they're making some sort of uh, casting changes. Oh, right, okay. But yeah, Constantine and Flash on, on Wednesday night, and got to see those. And uh, when I came back over to the floor, it was pretty empty on preview night, so that was good. And through the whole show, it seemed less intensely crowded. Uh, another big thing I think this year that was a real positive is they've added more night shows, night panels, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like in the past when it was six o'clock and the floor closed, well, that was pretty much it. You know, yeah. you, you might have a movie here or a movie there in one of the in one of the halls, but for the most part, that was you were done for the day. Um, now they were running, you know, panels six, seven o'clock at night. They were running uh, premieres of stuff until nine or ten, um, and those things at night. You know, I went to the Gotham, um, the Warner Brothers Gotham panel, which premiered yeah. Gotham, and then they reshowed the Flash. Uh, that was like at seven on the one night. Cool. And in Hall H, and it was maybe half full. You just walked right in. It was no problem at all. Oh, cool. Uh, it was. It was. So I think that was a good move too. Just kind of spread that out. They're using more uh, venues around um, the convention itself for doing some of those off-site stuff. Um, so I think it's it's gotten better this year than it was last year in terms of crowd and and the management overall. Well, that sounds good because I mean one of the things I've, I've never been and I keep you know wanting to go. But one of the things that's put me off for the last couple of years is, is just seeing the images of the crowds and the queues and just thinking, oh my god, do I really want to do that? Yeah, so you, well, there's still no shortage of people, but at least you can move around and, and yeah. uh, see a few panels. 
There's a couple of really loud-ass crows outside my window. Shut up, you guys. What's going on? <laughs> They're really noisy-ass crows. Can, anyone, can you hear crows in the background? It's too no, orangey no, for crows. <laughs> just for me and my dog. Sorry. We, 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 I, 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 I was distracting you there. Where were you, Mike? Where were you? Best All right. Let's crows. start talking about Hot Toys and Sideshow since that's, yes. you know, yes, the first mean, booth that everybody loves and, and adores. And uh, he, they did have the bat there with the little six-inch yeah, figures. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, it was cool. I still don't know that, uh, you know, the six-inch figures don't look a whole lot different to me than something like Mattel would do. I don't know about you guys, but uh, the figures themselves didn't, like, stand out and scream, oh, my God. No, uh, I mean, the bat's I, I, I cool. Looked, I looked at your photos, and I thought, you know, they, they look cool. The paintwork on them looks cool. Um, and there seems to be some kind of little remote control there. Is that right? Is that yeah, for activating noises and Yeah, stuff I think like that's that? for the lights and sounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And again, I thought it's cool, but at the same time, it's like you're saying, uh, I mean, a couple of years ago, they kind of like showed us those images of a one-sixth bat, and obviously, I think they quite quickly realized that it was going to be very fragile and probably completely unaffordable to produce on a mass scale. Um, so they've kind of gone down the route of creating it at this scale. And uh, yeah, it, it looks nice. It looks cool. I mean, I suppose if you, know, if you want to have a representation of that vehicle in your, uh, in your collection, then this is probably going to be... At the moment, it looks like just about the best one out there. But um, but yeah, like you, I question whether a company that's so famous for its one six scale stuff, it, you know, is it compromised? Is it just like doing something to get it out there? Yeah, I'm yeah, very. I, well, I mean, well, they do look marginally higher quality than say like your average Hasbro or Mattel figure. Though to be fair, I mean, you know, you can really see the the details on the in, in of the material in between like the the panels and stuff, which you know the other ones tend to be a bit sloppy. It looks like they've got like nice articulated wrists as well, like that, like uh, that mm-hmm. are similar to Hot Toys. So obviously they have interchangeable hands. Now yeah. these, so th- th- these, these were about six inch, were they? These ones. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think they, they look all right. You know what I mean? It's, it. I mean, if Hot Toys want to dip, dip their toe into this kind of scale just to kind of get like bigger vehicles, I, th- this might be an okay format for like crazy size things that they could never make, and they can at least go this size. Right. But you know, it, it's. It's it's an easy pass for me, really. It's not something I'm probably going to be chomp, chomping at, at the bit for, really. Well, I, I think it's... Uh, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, yeah. carry on. No, no, carry on. I was just going to say that I bet you are going to go for that DeLorean and uh, Marnie. Well, I oh, think, without a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> the highlight of San Diego... Now, we were just saying on the last episode that we probably weren't going to expect many big-ass reveals from right. Hot, Hot Toys... At, uh, at San Diego Comic Con, you know, because they haven't, co- we've, the stuff that they've shown us the in the past has just been stuff that they've kind of just about shown already. But, you know, we see them in the flesh kind of thing, and it was great. But this year, whoa! Oh, I know. Alright, we were shown Marty McFly, admittingly, just before the con, but the DeLorean itself actually is there. Whoa! Yeah, all built, yeah. lighting up. Oh, yeah, boys, yeah, that, oh, boys, oh, boys. That does look very cool. And I think uh, I think another thing that I mean I, you know I'm going to go off at a slight tangent here though. But being an old school heavy Alien fan, the new Ripley's really were just like oh my god! I, I, it just came out of left field. I wasn't expecting that at all. Nope. And uh, and yeah, they just really blew me away. But yeah, the, the DeLorean and and the Back to the Future stuff, especially I think in the UK at the moment because we've got this big uh, secret cinema thing going on at the moment. That's uh, right. Where yeah. where they're recreating uh, you know the, the, the film set and they're showing the film at the moment. Uh, well, I, I I loved the DeLorean. The DeLorean looked, I thought, absolutely fantastic. In person and even in the marketing photos, I'm still not quite sold on the Marty McFly uh, yeah. likeness. I think they need to, to do a little more work there. 
but uh, you know they usually do. So yeah, it's pre- pretty decent though, as it is. Pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, it might need to go a little heavier with some of the features. They do tend to be a little light sometimes on their first yeah. passes, yeah. but then they kind of get it a little bit heavier on the on, on the final pass. But just the poles, all the lights on the inside. You can see the decor on the, the seats. Everything you yeah. can see the flux capacitor lighting up. You can see the lights on the roof and inside the car and on the dash lighting up. The the the, the engine lighting up in the back. Yeah, yeah, the got have sound. thing of beauty. It's yeah, I, I was I was surprised that I mean, I mean I know you know they got to hold off and have some reveals for the future, but I was surprised they didn't have Doc ready to show with it because I just thought you know the way it was set up. Uh, Doc and Einstein sitting next to it would have just been really cool as well. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, Einstein would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do Doc eventually. But I mean, it, it, it I like Boxing. I mean, look, I think it looks really good. The car. I mean, the even like the the front of it with all the the, the little bumpers and extra tech that they've put on there and all the cabling going across over the hub. And, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh. It'll be interesting to see how long we go before we get the uh, the the, the pre order. Yeah. 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 I'd say probably be in the next two months, I reckon, wouldn't it? Because I was very disappointed that we didn't see the 66 Batmobile or anything else about the 66 show. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, really? And it's That's been true, two yeah. years now that since we saw the 66 Batmobile the first time at a yeah, con. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it two years? Is it really, is it really two years? Wow. Yeah, last year wasn't the first time. Last year, we, we I don't think last year was the first time. Last time, last year, yeah, last year was the second time we saw it. Yeah, yeah. At San Diego. Yeah, I mean, uh, the funny thing is, for all the love that that series has got, and for all the kind of like kudos, and you know, there's a lot of people, old school like like me and Mike, who kind of remember it very fondly from our kind of like formative years. I, I do wonder just how well it sold on pre-order because it's kind of like it's a, you know, it's a, it's a it's a big lump of wedge for people to be throwing at something. Um, and also, um, although I'm sure a lot of people you know invested in the, in the figures, as we know. I think the car. I just. I do wonder. You know how how many orders they got, and it's kind of. Like, I'm sure it's going to come out, but it, uh, I wonder in what numbers, mm. and when. Would they adjust numbers in vehicles like that? You think, in accordance to the kind of popularity they would receive, would they kind of adjust things? Or oh, I'm sure every company does. I think you know everything in this in this day and age is based on the pre-orders, and it's based on what you know a projected idea of how much. How many units they think they're going to sell? Right. So okay. um, you know they've invested a lot of money in the uh, in the research and development, and they've you know so that they know they can build this thing and they they can build it for a unit price. But at the same time, depending on how many of those units are, are ordered, yeah. then that really kind of like impacts on how many of those units they're actually going to go into production for. And that you know if they think right, okay, we're going to put it out this price, and this is our kind of minimal price. Uh, then yeah, it's it's just purely down to numbers after that, and uh, you know there, there might be a few people out there with a few of these that actually end up bought, and you know they are going to be like gold dust in the future. They are going to be some real holy grails, or it might have sold well. I, I just don't know. And, and, and as we all know, Hot Toys are very guarded about the numbers that they put stuff out in. Yeah, fair enough, I suppose. How well do you think this will sell the DeLorean? I think it's going to sell very well, to be honest. Uh, I think it'll depend on the price point. If we see it at a price point similar to the other to the Batmobiles, it'll sell well. If we see it, at, you know, oh. seven, eight hundred or more, then it might get difficult. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess this probably has. Hmm, you you do wonder actually. I mean, you got a lot of moving parts. You got a lot of little parts. You got a lot of light up feature. Yeah, you do. You do. It's probably going to have sounds too. I'd imagine. You would and think so. Which yeah. also adds to a lot of potential areas where it can go very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which I doesn't happen. I wonder. Yes. If, I wonder if the wheels flip under it, so you can get a, a change the wheels out and do his, the, the flight car mode. 
Was well, the car? Is the car? Does the car have a slightly different design? Actually, the flux, the thing on the back is different than the, the back does. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, back. There are yeah. some details on the back that are different. Down well, you can you can throw potatoes in the one that flies, can't you? Yeah, and banana yes. peels. That's <laughs> great. Which is brilliant. You know, that that'd, that'd be pretty flipping handy. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I think we were. I, I I mean, looking at the coverage of San Diego Comic Con, that was the thing that people seem to be screaming about. One of the big highlights. In yeah. terms of, in well, terms as of Jeff said, we also got the Ripley's uh, yes. and the new power loader. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. let's go down to that. Let's scroll all the way down to that, guys. That's kind of quite far down the page as well, Ripley. So we'll, the, cover, we'll cover Ripley from Alien first, and then, of course, there's Ripley from Aliens in the power loader. The, uh, the Aliens Ripley, um, you know, it's nice to see they got the likenesses now, which yeah. they didn't yeah, really yeah, have yeah, before, absolutely. so you're, you're, you're getting real Ripley's. I don't know, you know, I like the old power loader. I'm not sure that I could convince myself that that power loader was that much better this time. Unlike, you know, when we did the ED-209, where yeah. you, it was really a clear difference. I'm not sure. I'll have to, I'll have to think about it for a while. I like yeah. my power loader. But the Aliens Ripley is a definite must-buy. And I'm betting that this also means, if, you know, if they were willing to pay the money to get Sigourney Weaver's likeness, I can't see why they wouldn't do redo the the rest of the Marines. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. 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 Yeah. Where where is this image, Mike? I can actually is it, is it actually on this page? I don't know if it's on the page actually. Yeah, I don't think it's on the page because they had a sign up saying you weren't supposed to take pictures. Of Ripley. Um, yeah, being yeah. the good person I am, even uh, though I do I do have pictures of them, but um, yeah. I didn't post them because they had a little sign up saying they didn't want you doing it yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll just punch it and have a little. Uh, one of the things I was amazed by, obviously, you know. Following what goes on on the, on the knee-jerk reactions on the forums and everything, till up, you know, since these pictures go up, and mics are always pretty much, you know, some of the kind of most concise and the earliest, uh, and uh, and people's reactions, it's always interesting, I think, because like Ripley, there seemed to be some early images that went up a bit of the sculpt, which weren't quite as tight as a second version, and I don't yeah. know whether Mike, you being on site, whether you actually physically saw two different versions that were displayed. No, I don't think there were two different versions. I, I, right. they didn't, they, those figures, I don't think, moved. No, that's what I thought. So I don't know whether the earlier photos that were released were from a... Uh, I, I can't imagine they were shown anywhere else. But there's definitely two different versions of the sculpt out there that you there can is. see. And one's yeah. got a slightly more closed mouth and yeah. isn't quite as strong. And then there's a second one with a slightly more open, uh, kind of like uh, pouty kind of. Well, it's not pouty, but the lips are slightly more parted. And it's just, it's, it's. Uh, I'm not going to say it's dead on, but it's so much closer oh, than the it other. It is. It is very good. It's yeah, very good. and it was kind of like there was there was a lot of reaction online, you know, when these images went live. First of all, saying, "Oh my god, you know, they've totally dropped the ball on this one." And then within literally a day, 24 hours, these other images come up. And everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's fantastic! It's amazing!" And I was like, "Is is this some game that Hot Toys is playing here? Are they playing with our minds?" Because oh, there was. Someone made a mistake and put the wrong head on, perhaps, maybe. I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. But I don't know where those first images came from. But the second one was certainly stronger. The first one was good. I mean, it wasn't as solid, but it was good. You know, I could still see Sigourney Weaver in there. But the second one was was so much stronger. All all in all, though, I mean, that that figure really rocked. I mean, I I love the power loader, but I love the alien Ripley. There's something really cool looking about... Just that figure you've got, and you and you get you get uh, what you call it, uh, Jonesy the cat. You get the cat, the Jones, mm-hmm. and the, the cow, you, you, yeah. you get the tracker, and she comes with a flame. And it's the flame just, throw, yeah. And she has the longer hair, and she has the nice jumpsuit. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's always it's just it's that just rocked my shit. Yeah. That I and, and, and you just know that if this one sells well, which hopefully I, I hope it will, because it's you know it's one of my grails, uh, that then we'll we'll get the follow up of Ripley in the white spacesuit as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Which I think probably, cool. probably, yeah. But, I mean, and I, and then we'll get another big chap, which we've got to have. 
because there were so many complaints about the original Big Chat, which I, you know I love. But yeah, if you're if you're going to be anal about it, there are certain little details that weren't quite really true. Sort of a Giga's kind of original vision that you know his his his, his suit they put together. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, Hot Toys always like to update and make things better. So you know, I think we'll get it. I think we got a white space suit. Hopefully, if this goes well, and another Big Chat. Cool. Or a couple of alien warriors, probably maybe in the Queen. Maybe they go nuts and do a Queen. Yeah, they could they could go off piste and do the, do aliens as well because as you said they've shown the power load. I like Mike. I mean, I saw the picture of the power load, and I've one of the few figures that I have on permanent display is I've got the original ED two hundred nine, and I've, although his dome is now falling to pieces, and we must discuss at some point in the future about the fact that the new one is having problems already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to cover um, that. So we'll need to cover that in the future. Um, but yeah, I've, I've still got my original uh, power load on display, um, and yes, Ripley's not as strong as she could be, and yes, some of the little pegs on the back have started to snap off so my hoses aren't quite as uh, attached as they could be so I need to glue them but I, I, as like Mike I can't see a, a, a quantum enough jump to really make me think oh yeah you really need a new power load it was load. smaller though wasn't it I thought that, that was a slightly scaled down that's not one six figure in, in that power loader is it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. Ripley yeah yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. female body they've always used her back then. Oh right, okay. Oh great, I did not. I thought it was. A, I had it in my head that was a slightly scaled on version. Okay, well I I miss. I totally missed out on that. So I'm delighted. I mean, yeah. uh, but I I mean, uh, if I was to pick one, and I you know, I don't know if I'd be able to afford to get two or not. If I was to pick one, I'd probably go for the alien Ripley, even though I know the power loader is the kick-ass, more yeah. heavy-going Ripley. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I I I I just I will. I, I love the alien one. I mean, which which one did you prefer, Mike, in in the person? Which one would you the go The alien. For? The alien one as well? Yeah. yeah. Jeff, yeah. how about you? Oh, Alien all the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's my favourite film of the whole franchise. I mean, I did love Cameron's Aliens. It's a good film. It's a solid kind of action film. It redefined, in a lot of ways, what we look for in an action film. But the original Ridley Scott Alien, to me, is just a seminal classic that cannot be beaten. And it's just kind of like, it's just one of my all-time favourite films. So. Yeah. yeah. Word. Word. As they say. Well, Mike, what do you think? Ne- what do you think next? Well, mean? let's see. Other stuff, you know. There was about a billion and a half Iron Man figures. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there's always plenty of those. The uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they've got that new cheaper, much cheaper um, display. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that made out of foam? Yeah, it's kind of a foam exterior. They're seventy-five bucks, I think. Yeah. Right, okay. Instead okay, of the hundred and fifty or whatever the hell the other ones were. Yeah, I, I could go with these because you kind of get that base with the figures anyway. So. Yeah, and they light up still. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But the, uh, I mean, another thing that was the Sideshow and Hot Toys, what their display tended to do is I was talking to other people from other companies. You know, they were astounded at the size and complexity of some of this stuff and how much it would yeah. go for. For example, Rhino out of the oh, Spider-Man yeah. series. I mean, the thing, it's hard to tell in photos, but that thing is massive. It's six scale. I mean, it's it's got to be 20, 22, 24 inches, somewhere in there tall. Yeah. It's just, it's gigantic. I I don't see how it could be less than 800 bucks. I mean, yeah. it's it, it just astounding. <clears throat> and I wonder how that's going to sell, yeah. actually. It's weird because yeah, looking, yeah, looking at your photos, it does look absolutely beautiful. But I'm just really, I'm really intrigued to know how much love that character is going to get to actually make Yeah, for his 30 okay. seconds in a mediocre. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for a figure I'm, display to be awesome. I mean, if you're a diehard Spider-Man fan, you want an awesome display piece because it's. I guess. I guess one of the things they're hoping on that you know he's quite heavily featured in the poster, isn't he? And he's got that you know that great. Scene well, where we he's don't know what's going to happen in the next flick. Exactly. So maybe you would, by the time this you would felt, assume picking you know Giamatti to do the role. Yeah, they're not going to yeah. chuck him away. That like they're that, not going to just throw that away. Yeah, the sinister six thing that's meant to be in the in the offing. It means that you know I would imagine it's going to be a. 
But there again, the other thing we know about you know Hollywood is that they they love to redesign or tweak every time that a new film comes up because they know that it's a lot of it's to do with you know toy franchise, but it's also just to do with keeping the uh, the punters, the bums on seats, happy with uh, you know a few different designs. So um, I don't know. I really don't know how that one's going to go. Other Marvel stuff, the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff looked real good, except I thought the the Star Lord sculpt was a little off again. It wasn't really. Yeah. You know, the Pratt likeness was a little off. The rest of the likenesses I thought were real good, um, especially Rocket. Of course, mm-hmm. he's a raccoon, but, you know, how hard can that be? Well, I have to say, I would have li- I, I would have thought that they would have given Rocket a couple of different heads, considering he's so small, like a shouty head. And he's a bit like, I know he's got this kind of snarl, slight snarl. Yeah, head, well, know, we'll see what they do at release. He is. He's gone up for sale, right, with Groot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can buy them both as separates or, or as a double pack, can't you? And the group comes with a, an extra head uh, yep. expression extra if you get expression. the double pack. Yeah. Is the head? Oh, oh, so the head does come with the double pack. Only with the double pack. I, I thought, I thought the head so. was the exclusive, exclusive only. But it's a double. Oh, is it? All oh, right. I mean, I don't know. I'm up for correction. I I thought the head was the exclusive. But if the head's in the double pack, that's sweet. Because to be honest, who's not going to buy the double pack? Right. Yeah. This is yeah. sort of kind of. And besides, you're going to have to have all five of them, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you don't buy all. the Guardians. They're not like any one individual is all that interesting. It's, no, a, it's a group no. thing. Yeah. But at, at least on this occasion, they have announced the double pack at the same time as the singles, unlike the whole Banner kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So I think it means that people can kind of plan their buying and think, okay, right, I'm, I like the film. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of invest in this thing. I'm going to get them all. And I think that was, was all, you know... Hot Toys are a company that they they need to make money, but at the same time, I think that it was a little bit kind of underhand the whole kind of Hulk banner thing that came out like a few weeks after the yeah. release of the uh, of the original Hulk. Yeah, it was a bit, bit cheeky, but you know, I guess you, one could be argued it gives people a second chance or whatever. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it does. Yeah. Fuzzy the logic, uh, yeah. speaking of uh, getting the whole sets or single characters, that Snake Plissken that Sideshow's got there. Oh yeah, I was looking uh, at that. It's not a bad likeness, and it's certainly not a bad paint job. No, um, and that is a production figure, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank that's goodness what they said. for that. That's the production yeah. figure. Uh, you'll notice really they had signs. Flip. Yeah, yeah. For Beetlejuice and Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Um, I think what they're going after is sort of like the old movie maniacs with McFarlane, or yeah. you know, now playing with uh, Soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're, you're. They, they want to kind of have a six scale line of these single characters from different movies that otherwise wouldn't get any love. Yeah, because there's yeah, not absolutely. five characters from the movie you want. I mean, you only want Beetlejuice, right? You don't really give a shit about anybody else in the no. movie. Absolutely. So, so I think that's what Sideshow's kind of going after with that series. They're doing Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. going to add Evil Dead in there and Beetlejuice. I mean, we, I mean, as we know, as we know, they did it before. I mean, I've, I've got a couple of Ash figures from the original yep. lineup, but it's kind of it is going to be interesting to see. You know, now that they've uh, they've really upped the ante and their quality, just to see how, how cool they. Well, and I think the the Marvel, the Wolverine, and especially the Deadpool, yeah. shows them upping the ante, right? I mean, that uh, Deadpool oh, yeah. is sweet. Yeah, Deadpool does look very cool. Really, uh, really I think the Deadpool's the tightest of them. To be fair, he he does seem. To, I mean, he it's he's he. Looks on not quite on level with a hot toy, yeah. Ish. Well, and the details are a little bit bigger and stuff like that, you know. Uh-huh. But the, yeah, it's 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 a it's a strong as lot. And the Wolverine's all right. I think his teeth are a bit really. Jesus, yeah. dude, come on. Yeah, he does look a little bit bitey. <laughs> he's a bit crazy. He's very bitey, but the materials look really nice. 
Yeah. It, it does look interesting. I wonder how those. Oi! They look like they got the rubber arms on this Wolverine. Yeah, they do on him. Yeah. Uh, and was this a production sam- final one? Was no, that's not production yet. That was a, that was a proto. Alright, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a really strong relief that that Snake Plissken is indeed the final figure. Because yep. we yeah. know there was a bit of trouble. There was a bit, there was a bit of a backlash towards um, the. Um, oh, the computer game one. Oh. Out, the out, uh, yeah. It is, that yeah. Out back video game. Yeah, Drake, did, Nathan he, Drake. That's the one. He, he did look a bit kind of uh, Marty Feldman eyed that that guy, uh, the, the final production one, which was a shame because I saw the original sculpts and everything that Trevor did, and I saw some original. You know, obviously something has gone on between that original uh, uh, prototype and, and and what was ended up in in people's hands, and I don't know what went on, but it was something that obviously was enough to piss a lot of people off. Yeah. Will you, be, will you guys be getting any of these Marvel ones? Do you think? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'd like to. Be, I mean, Deadpool does look really cool, so that that's one that I'd like to be picking up. But um, I mean, it, just jumping a little bit, one of the ones that um, I also was really impressed with was the um, uh, the Space Marine one, the Raynor. Oh, Raynor I, I, was, Ragnar- I was hoping you get onto that one. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Raynor because I mean, he's flipping bad. I mean, we, we have we have a friend. We, we don't like to like have too many friends on this uh, on the on this panel because obviously <laughs> it might it might curry our view. But there's a exactly. guy called Klim Kuzmovich who uh, who uh, who I know has designed a lot of stuff for for, for Hot Toys. Uh, sorry for um uh, for Sideshow over the years and lots of other companies, uh, 3A etc. And uh, I saw some of the images that he when he was working on this, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this looks so bloody cool!" And then when I saw Mike's pictures, I was like, "Oh, even though I've never played the game, I would love to own that thing." Yeah, it just looks so cool. It is a meaty. What, what was it? Like, what was it like in the flesh, Mike? Oh, it was sweet. It was a beautiful yeah. figure. Yeah. How big? Like how big? Uh, Iron Monger, big. Um, pushing it. Right. Not okay. Not quite. Okay. Because he's still six scale, isn't he? He's just a buff yeah. six scale. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it just looks really cool. All those it, again. I think it's like um, there are there are there are characters and, and robots and robotic suits, you know, like EVA suits and stuff in the past, where I've invested in figures, even though I don't know anything about the source material, just because I think they look so bloody cool. Uh, yeah. uh, and and I'm like that when it, anything to do with robot spacesuits or robotic spacesuits is even better. I'm just like I'm just in there, and this is one of those occasions where I just thought, oh, that just looks so sweet. I'd really like that in my collection. <laughs> I'd really like that. I would like to display that somewhere. It reminds me as well of, the, of the, I mean, when I was really, really, really young, I used to like White Dwarf magazine. I didn't really play any of the games. Yeah, I just, I just yeah. like buying the magazine because it had these wicked illustrations and there were these space marines, and he just looks like one of those dudes. So exactly, he proper yeah. resonates with me. That, that, that he he does. He's awesome. I thought he was. I thought he was blue for some reason. I thought he might have been blue for something like that. But oh, that that's a figure I'm really excited about. Really, yeah. really, really, really excited about. Um, oh, and another, another one, I, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place here, because Mike was obviously <laughs> the man on the ground here, and he saw this stuff. But the one thing that I, I think looks really solid, but at the same time isn't quite there, because we've had the Tamashi one, is, is the, um, is the uh, C-3PO. Yeah. What were, what were your thoughts on that, seeing it in, you know, up close? Oh, I thought it was nice. Now, I didn't buy yeah? the other. You did, no. I know. Yeah. Um, I didn't buy the other, so I'm glad to see, you know, Sideshow producing one. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as the Tamashi, at least not yet. No. We'll see how it comes out final. Yeah. Uh, but I did like it. I thought it was quite nice. Yeah, it's one of those things where I think, you know, R2, as long as you get the scale right, the height right next to C3PO, you know, he he's, he should be a relative walk in the park as long as you know you've got mm-hmm. good three D you know uh, you know generated images etc. But three, there's something about three PO, the stormtroopers, Vader. There's something about them, even though they're kind of you know they're not 
organic people, they are so ingrained in our collective consciousness that uh, unless they are 100% spot on, we know, we, we can just see it. And um, we've seen it in the past with various incarnations of all those three characters I just mentioned, but I think with 3PO, um, when I saw the Tomashi one, I was just like, my jaw dropped. I was just like, this is like holding a small replica. You know, I've been to many exhibitions. I've been to like the Barbican when they had the actual suits there. And, I, I've, you know, like all of us, I've looked at photos when they had the, uh, the, the, the exhibition in the, in the States at the, um, what's the, I can't even think of it now. Yeah, yeah, there was there was another big one at one of, what's the famous, where, where have they got the Fonzie's jacket? Uh, and they've got Planet various... Hollywood? No, 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 no. It's 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 like it's like a museum. It's um, oh, and I've got, I've got a book in my front room. And I can't even see it from Hollywood where I'm sitting. Heroes or something? No, no, it, it doesn't matter anyway. But it, it's it's uh, I was going to say the Ashmolean. The Ashmolean is in Oxford. It's a museum, and it's it's kind of like that. It's it's one of these kind of like holding places where all these kind of cultural pieces of reference are held in America. Um, I think they've got the Blerio there. They've got all kinds of stuff there. And, and I've looked at, you know, photographs, and there's just something about 3PO that, are, you know, for me, uh, above even Vader and the Stormtroopers, 3PO and R2-D2 are the symbol of Star Wars for me. And and I, I, when I saw these pictures of 3PO, I thought, you know, if, if we didn't have the Tameshi one, I would be thinking, God, that is, that is the one that I have to have in my collection. But having got that in my collection, this just, the face just doesn't look quite right. There's just something not... I'm looking at it right now. And he looks a little bit like he can pose too much, which sounds ridiculous because we want our figures to pose one-sixth. But 3PO, is, you know, the, the original's costume was so limited for Anthony Daniels to move within, particularly around the groin area. It looks to me like his legs might be a little bit too wide open. They should be closer together. Um, Maybe that was a good and, choice. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because maybe they've, they've thought, you know, we've got the animated series going now, so people are used to seeing 3PO move a little bit more. But it's kind of like, for me, 3PO should be in a certain pose 99% of the time, but he's particularly from the waist down. And uh, this didn't quite crack it. But it does look bloody solid. It does look good. Anatomically, he looks a little odd. I think it's, it, there's something about his chest that seems a little narrow. His chest seems quite small. I don't remember his head being quite that big. I know his head was a little big, but I don't remember yeah. it being quite that big. He seems very smooth as well. I thought he had more angles on him. For some odd reason, he just seems a bit smooth. Maybe it's the lighting or something like that. I mean, it's a kick-ass photograph. So yeah. I don't know. He just seems a little... Something a little anatomically off about him. I don't know. There's something a little odd there. On that. He's got he's got slight rugby player thighs as well, which I suppose <laughs> to an American would be like American footballer thighs. Um, and obviously, Anthony Daniels was chosen because he was so slight mm-hmm. uh, in, in his uh, his physique that they could actually clad him in all these kind of like panels that would actually end up. You know, he he was so skinny that it just did. They could make him look like he wasn't skinny, and it was like the robot just worked. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overanalyzing. Maybe when the actual production figure comes out, it'll be uh, it'll be closer. But yeah, I, I think the fact that this thing I would imagine is going to be made out of plastic means that it's going to be a lot more affordable. Um, and maybe they'll give it lighter eyes. I don't know. But it does look it does look it does look cool. It just uh, it's just uh, I'm, it's just not quite there for me. Not mm-hmm. quite there. Well, for those of us who are uh, uh, big Batman fans, it was you know, like I said, it was disappointing not to see anything from the '66 series. Yeah, it was also disappointing to only see the the you know slightly redesigned bat suit from the '89, um, you know, from Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was hoping for a penguin or a Catwoman instead of just a yeah another yeah, Batman. Yeah, but at yeah. least with at least with the Dark Knight series, we got Blake and Gordon. Um, 
And so yeah, and that's they true, both yeah. look really good, and it's nice to get those secondary characters like that, yeah. you know. And the, bat, and the bat signal, of Batman. Yeah. yeah, and the bat signal. The bat signal looks sweet. Now, it said that they were coming as a set, but I suspect you'll probably be another one of those deals where you can get them individually, too. Yeah. you probably get the, the signal if you buy them as a pair. What's the Blake, the, uh, looks great. Sort of, like the, sort of like Alfred and Batman. Yeah. You know, Alfred Bruce. Was the Arkham Batman on display as well? Yeah. Yep. Was, yeah. Yeah, because that looks pretty sweet. It's, it, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it does look pretty bad. It's just, he's quite ch- chubby. Look. He's quite chunky looking, isn't he? He's, he's yeah. Yeah, that's just a, you know, this is the, I think he's meant to be quite a heavy bloke, you know. I think it's yeah. like, it's that kind of post um, Dark Knight kind of comic strip where he's uh, yeah. he's more of a thick set guy who's going to really do some damage than the Dark Alleyway. I'm, I'm going to be interested <laughs> to see what they do with the, the stuff that's not like from film licenses because it's them dipping into like game licenses and stuff like that, isn't it? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, because it's done Metal Gear Solid 2, so I'm talking well, about Well, again, right? you know, go, yeah, going off on that piece, I mean, I was really pleased to see the new Biarios figure as well from the um, Appleseed, uh, what's the new one? It's called uh, Al- Alpha, Appleseed Alpha, I think. Because um, yeah. I love the first two films. I love the first film. I really love the first film. Yeah, same here, actually. Which didn't have any figures released from it other than, you know, small-scale ones. And obviously Hot Toys picked up the second one, uh, what was it, Appleseed X Machina. Uh, which I enjoyed, and I love the figures. But yeah, I think the I think I love about the uh, the new Briaros. He lo- he looks kind of more like the Briaros than the first ones because there's a little bit more kind of fabric going on in his outfit. So um, yeah, I'd be interested to see if they follow that up with um, with uh, Dunan, which they kind of have to really. Oh, you got to do Dunan. You got to have yeah. Dunan. You got Briaros. <laughs> All right, is that? Uh, Want to talk about other stuff? Yes. Yeah. There's some other cool six scale stuff there. QMX had the uh, I had the uh, uh, mail from Firefly, mm-hmm. oh, which I right, thought looked yeah. great. Oh, how did that look? Yeah, yeah, I thought it looked great. I have seen some people whining online, you know. Yeah. But you know, I thought it looked great. I thought the costuming was really nice, uh, especially again, this is their first time out. Yeah. Um, you know, QMX does some amazing stuff with the ships, and and uh, this is their first foray into the six scale area um so i thought they did a really nice job with it it's you know it, it, they seemed committed to that wasn't the production figure but they seemed committed to making sure that you know the production figure looks like that i think they're supposed to start um seems like it's in november or so when we're they're supposed right. to start shipping well it looked cool i mean uh, uh, do we know what kind of commitment they got to the rest of the crew or is it just well again they're trying this out so yeah you know We've seen sculpts that they have of Jane, mm-hmm. uh, and you know I would suspect we'll see. And they've talked about the female body that they need to to gear yeah. up as well because they're using a stock body here for for male, as you'd expect for being yeah, first. Yeah. Um, but you know that's a different thing now than it was ten years ago. Ten years ago, the stock bodies, you know, were awful. I mean, it's yeah, it yeah. blue chunks. Uh, nowadays, the stock bodies have gotten really good. As good as some companies of their, you know, their own bodies. Yeah. So um, you can't really complain. They did say though that for the females they're going to have to design their own, and that's they're hoping that you know Mal and 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 Jane would do well enough that they can they can explore that. But yeah, um, yeah, it's their first foray into it. Now they're a smaller company. One of the advantages to that means that they're not under the same kind of uh, you know management pressures to succeed the first time out. No, I also think. 
with um, with any title like that, I mean, obviously, you know, Firefly uh, is 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 kind of is is a cult kind of thing, you know. It's, it's but it's a big cult, you know. It's got a lot of fans out there. But I think it's it's kind of like you need to cut some of these companies a little bit of slack, you know. I think people are too harsh. They're thinking, why isn't it Hot Toys quality? Why isn't it this all the time? You're thinking, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's a new company. They're starting out. It's a bit like Big Chief with the Doctor Who license, you know. These yeah. guys need a little bit of time to kind of like. Um, to develop their product, to kind of like get up on their feet and kind of really start understanding their manufacturing bases and uh, and kind of work up from there. Mm-hmm. There was a few others too. The um, We know Mondo, the poster guys, are doing figures now and they had a... Uh, oh. Was it the Iron Giant? Oh, man. Yeah, they yeah. had that huge, that great-looking Iron Giant. Uh, they had him in different poses on different yeah. days with different accessories. It was pretty cool. Oh, that uh, is my. Fa- I have to say, of everything, and you know how much I love one sixteen, you know, how much I love Hot Toys. That was the the one thing of absolutely everything that really blew me away. I mean, I have the old twenty um, two inch version that was made by I can't even remember the name of the company now. It spoke. It had some animation. I, you know, it's one of my all time favorite animated films. When I saw that, I was just like made up. Well, they also had a uh, Hitchcock. Oh, really? True, you know, a true six scale Alfred Hitchcock. Oh wow! I didn't uh, see. I haven't seen any pictures of that. Is it on yeah, your? It's, it's on there. Oh, I'll have to go and check it out. Go into the Mondo page. It's down towards the bottom of the main. Uh, to the wrong. I'm, I'm checking it out now. Uh, section devices, there. Kids. And um, yeah. um, what's what's interesting is that uh, you know they the they've got one of the sideshow guys over there working now. Yeah. Uh, Mondo, who's kind of heading this up, and um, so yeah, he's doing. He's he's you know they're stretching their. Uh, their legs. I thought they that the, are, they are. I thought that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff was kind of cool too. The vinyl figures based on yeah. the comics. Uh, you know, the Iron Giant was sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, I love the Hitchcock was pretty damn good for again. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now and it looks pretty good. Considering it's the first try, you know, yeah, the suit's yeah, not yeah. quite. It, it, the head sculpt and, and the paint I thought were great. It's yeah. the you know how well is the suit going to turn out? Well, again, it's a. It's a guy in a suit, and it's Absolutely. kind of a fat guy in a suit, so it's not, you know. Yeah. It's padded yeah. up. They're using a stock body, but they've got the chair and the birds. I thought the birds was in a cute and touch. Again, you, know. you know, they've got time between now and production to tweak stuff. I mean, as you're saying, the tie looks a little bit fat. Um, to be honest, he could be fatter. You know, I think he could do with a little bit more of a double chin. Yeah, he could pudge up a little. Yeah, Depending but, uh, on what age you're really shooting for. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's that's cool. That, that would be something I'd They also had the fun. Charlie Chaplin. I'm not sure who's doing that. That was over at the Diamond Booth. They had a six-scale Charlie yeah. Chaplin that was sweet. Do, do we know who's doing that? I'm not sure, no. That's no, one of the problems with the Diamond Booth is they don't always have good signage out to try to figure out what, who that is doing yeah. what. I, 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 find it, I find it really interesting that Mondo are, are doing action because I've been collecting Mondo prints for the last like two years. As well. Rather, I've been trying to collect for anyone who actually knows to try to get a Mondo. You know, you better luck trying to finding treasure of like you know, uh, you know Blackbeard or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know, I, I, and luckily I have been pretty su- reasonably successful in getting like the, a lot of the Mondo prints that I like. But it's yeah. very interesting that they. Uh, they, they are going to print. Now, I hope they uh, don't be doing this thing like, yeah, uh, I just are in Gen figure. It'll be on for sale sometime during between tomorrow and, you know, yeah, it'll the be way they sell in the five posters. seconds. Don't do well, that one, though. Don't do I've, that with action figures. I man. have spoken to, you know, this is another project that Tim worked on. You're right. All yeah, right, this okay. is another one of his babies. And I have spoken to him about it. And he was saying that they are working to make this not 
it's going to be limited. It will be limited, but they're going to try and not make it so ridiculously exclusive that people end up really angry. So they're going to try and make enough. And I think there's going to be there might be a couple of variants, uh, like obviously with the um, the magnetic Superman sign, you know, Safeway sign that goes on the front, uh, and a couple of other bits and pieces. So I think they are going to try and not make it quite as uh, painful for people. Because I know that's one of the things that really pissed people off. Obviously, with three A as well early on was kind of this whole kind of like window of opportunity that was far too small and uh, and uh, kind of limited numbers. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not on the inside track on that, but I do know that they're going to try and make it a little bit more uh, available. Great. All right. In the uh, one other thing, in the uh, stuff collectors should be paying attention to this brand new um, that I thought was really cool is uh, Mezco's new. Uh, Eight-inch scale cloth f- figures, you know, uh, oh, sort yeah, of. Oh yeah, they looked really oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah was... they're starting with a good license for it. With you know, Dark Knight, it's uh, yeah. uh it's a uh, kind of an underrepresented license anyway. We've seen a few of the you know cheaper six-inch scale figures out of Mattel, a couple of yeah. them, but you know they weren't that great. That was, a good yeah. one that, that was a good one that used the He-Man body. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was about as good as we've seen. Um, but they're talking about using this for Batman Returns. They're talking, and you know, the the '89 Batman. They're talking about Judge Dredd and Universal Monsters, which they've done for many years. Uh, the eight-inch scale is a it's a tough scale though for cloth, right? You've yeah. got to yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really find thin enough material to be able to keep the scale. Now, for for yeah. somebody wearing spandex, it works. Yeah, uh, like as you Batman can see in those here. Batman poses, that you, yeah. even the capes look good. It looks great. It looks good. It does look fun. I do know, you know, once you get to somebody like the Joker and you're going to be fighting with the the suit clothing. Pockets and whatnot. Yeah, Yeah. and the layers. Um, We'll see how they do. But I'll be picking up the Batman, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, that is a great representation of Dark Knight 2. That is just, like, perfect. It's just, like, it's got all the posability you want and it just looks right. Mm Mm-hmm. Great, oh, and an interesting tidbit is um, another. It's, let's go back to six scale for a minute. The Sons of Anarchy that uh, Pop Culture Shock are doing. Oh yeah, uh, you got to check those out. They're very well done, I think. Uh, again, for a company that this is the first, you know, foray into six scale, um, I think both uh, figures that they had on display there were extremely well done. Yeah. Uh, particularly the sculpt. Again, it gets back to the sculpt and the paint. You know, they're going to have to tweak the bodies around a bit and the, the outfits but um, um, I thought the leather the leather you know vests actually looked quite good considering the skin yeah. you know, leather, leather is generally hard to do uh, keep it not being too thick but uh, interesting tidbit while I was there um, Fox came around and saw the Sons of Anarchy figures at Pop Culture Shack um, so you'll notice that they are both carrying guns, right? And Sons of Anarchy, they're gun runners. They yeah. have guns. Um, both them and Mezco were informed by Fox that they didn't want their figures to have guns. Oh, really? As part of the agreement. <laughs> and both of them were astounded that that, how, you know, it was like, uh, okay, and so how exactly do you think we're going to do this without... Which is bizarre to me, because if you think about it, like I was just at Toys R Us yesterday, and the new Sin City figures are out. Yeah. uh, From uh, Diamond. And they have guns, as you'd expect. So I'm not exactly sure why Sons of Anarchy would be treated in some weird way. But it is Fox. Fox tends to be a little... uh, Weird. They just got their daggers and their chains and stuff then. Yeah. no, 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 No gun clasping hands. I was looking 
of those figures before, and I, re I, mean, I really think they look very solid. But there's, there's something about the sculpts that's almost like um, they're very lifelike. They kind of they represent the act as well. But there's something vaguely kind of caricaturish about them, which I like. Because What's that other company at the moment that's making those kind of gangsters that look like characters of Vinnie Jones and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, these are a little bit stylized, aren't they? They're a yeah, bit, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I mean they're, good, they're good sculpts. You can tell exactly who they're meant to be. But there was just something kind of between the kind of like the kind of Hot Toys world and those other ones. What, who, who is it that makes them? I know, I know, I know. James Clexton. James Clexton. Yeah, those, yeah. Those I can't think of them. Yeah, I, yeah, I, that's it. But they're really cool. <laughs> but it's kind of like the, you know, but they, they just almost sit somewhere be between the two camps for me. So what else did we want? Because we've only got a few more minutes left. Well, I was just going to mention stuff that was... I, I, I'll admit that I was disappointed. Like I said, we didn't get any more of the Batman Returns. Yeah. Out of Hot Toys, we didn't see any more 66 Batman. Um, I was disappointed that, that we didn't see anything else from 3 or 3 zero around uh, uh, Game yeah. of Thrones or Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, no. You know, that, that, oh, yeah. That's was there of, not even a Tyrion there in the flesh? Yeah, Tyrion was there. He was all by himself. Well, he was in a case with a couple of... Uh, Halo guys, I think it was. Oh, right, okay. Oh, well, well, there. The couple of things that kind of stuck out for me, and obviously you being there again, Mike, were um, something I've been looking forward to for a while was Luke and the X-Wing. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, look, he, looks, he looks a bit clean at the moment, but perhaps that's mm -hmm. just because you know, he's got his brand new outfit on and he's just about to go off in A New Hope. It, like it could have been just a little bit kind of weathered and dirty up to me, but, it, you know, again, that looked cool. And uh, to you, you know, there in the flesh, was that, did they look solid? Yeah, that whole the whole the whole Star Wars line looks solid. I thought. Yeah, because yeah, I think one of the big one of the big bits of kind of uh, you know one of the shell shock pieces of news that came out over the last couple of weeks was the fact that Hot Toys now have a totally independent Star Wars license mm -hmm. from 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 Sideshow. Oh, right. So I was really interested to see where that's going to take us as well. Because yeah, now that they now have a license, they now no, no longer have to piggyback off of Sideshow. They've now got their own Star Wars mm -hmm. license uh, to produce. I would imagine within reason whatever figures they want particularly geared towards the new film when it comes out but right. also with the classic films kind of like uh, in, 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 the, in the kind of like in the background so um, I, I, I mean, one of the things I said on Facebook when this was announced was you know I wonder how this will affect their relationship hopefully not at all um, but it's kind of it, but it opens up a whole new area whereby all of a sudden you know Hot Toys can now do a Stormtrooper and they can do Darth Vader as well um, so it's kind of like whilst in conjunction at the same time as Sideshow, who you know have been doing some really solid figures on the, particularly on the armoured side of, of figures oh. and robots. So um, I'm just really interested to see how that's going to play out with their relationship and kind of you know who chooses to do what at what time mm -hmm. and when, because uh, that that could that could open up a whole can of worms. Or, or it could just be a case that if both companies feel that there's enough love to go around, and you know, we'll, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll just do these characters. You can do, I mean, Jesus, it's such a vast universe, you know, and there's so many versions. I mean, they, you know, one company could do a new Hope Han, another guy could do like Bezbin Han, another guy could do like, you know, a trench coat Han or whatever. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I wonder whether their relationship will be such that they will communicate. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they yeah, will. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure and they, sure they, and they will. will be like, okay, you know, we're planning this because Hot Toys are going to want to do Vader. 
obviously, you know, they're going to, you know, they've got the license now, they're going to want to do Vader. But, you know, it's going to be hot on the heels if they were to start developing it now of the last yeah, Sideshow which is pretty good. Which is pretty, which is pr- good. Which is pretty good. Um, yeah, and you'd have to think that, that, again, they've only got so many resources to expend in any one direction. Yeah. And you'd think they'd want to really try to focus on some of the new stuff because... Yeah. They They're know it'll sell. You know exactly. that's where the money is. They could do another Vader, but how many? You know, while he's a popular character, and I'm sure they'll do a great job, they're automatically going to have some loss of sales because they just, yeah. you know, Sideshow did do a fairly decent version recently. Yeah. yeah. What about these? Um, that these DC ones from Sideshow. These uh, we got the Green Lantern, we got the Flash. Yeah, the Flash I thought looked pretty good, and Superman looked pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, the I Batman should the be out here pretty soon. Finally. They're a bit, they're a bit odd looking. I mean, the Batman kind of works, I think. So does the, the Batman works? I don't think the Green Lantern works, and the the the, the clothes on the, the the Flash are very very loose fitting looking. I mean, you know, come on, he's supposed to be like cutting through the air, you know, and slick and stuff, and you know, he's going to get fierce wind resistance with baggy clothes like that, isn't he? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's like I think what they've gone for, as as, as Mike was just saying, is you know we are looking at a comic universe here. We're not looking at a kind of major motion picture where they need to look like you know a distinct actor. And I think from that angle, they I think they've gone for a really good kind of generic strong look. Um, I, I have to put my hand on my heart here, which is kind of like geek heresy. I have never ever read a comic book of the Flash ever. Not even uh, I. What do no, I have? No, I read it's... the first one, the New Fifty Two. I read the New Fifty Two one. Yeah. Then. All right. Okay. So it's kind of like it's not a character that I'm I'm that familiar with, other than uh, you know yeah, the seeing the new trailer dad. and obviously watching uh, how obsessed um, uh, what's his name is on Big Bang Theory with the character. Uh, but it's it's not a character I'm that familiar with. So it's kind of like you know I've seen images and from what I've seen of the, of the figure, it looks it looks cool to me. But yeah, I, I just don't have enough emotional involvement with him to. Uh, to get I will say that if you like uh, if you like what you've seen of uh, Flash so far on the Arrow, um, yeah. you're going to be very happy with that series. I thought the premiere was a really solid premiere. Oh yeah, opening yeah. episode. I thought it was really you know it's it's a lighter show than Arrow as it should yeah. be. Flash is kind of a lighter character. He's a little more goody two shoes as he should yeah. be. You know, he's a he can save people from fires and accidents and you know he's he's it's a different kind of character. He's yeah. just not there yeah. to catch the bad guys. Um so i I thought they did a real nice job with it. Um yeah. and Gotham was great. Oh, right, really? Okay. I was really I liked Gotham. I the kid is a good yeah. actor, which is hard to find in kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the because because he has to have some emotional range there you know he's in this such a very very emotional situation so yeah um and um they're giving is, is gordon, good gordon they're making gordon a badass he really yeah. is you don't mess with gordon he's a new ryan. detective it's not gordon it's ryan um you got harvey bullock who is if you you know from the animated series if you liked his kind of sleaziness there yeah. he's just as sleazy and low down in this show as possible uh, Montoya from the animated series shows up. She's great. I will say it'll be interesting to see where they go with all the characters because pretty much in the I, I was surprised. Pretty much in the in the in the opening episode, you get to see everybody. It's sort of like here's this here's everybody that yeah. we're going to be talking about, it's and now we're going to go off and do these different stories. And so it was interesting, um, it, but I thought it was a, it's very dark. It's yeah. much darker than I thought it was going to be. Cool. That's good though because. To be honest, I can't get into Arrow. I give Arrow, I give a TV show usually six episodes before I get into it. And yeah. if, I, if I'm not impressed by episode six, I'm like, no, I can't give it a go. I went down with eight episodes in Arrow, and I could not get into it because it's totally weird. You're trying to be a Dark Knight 
kind of Chris Nolan jobby, but you're also Smallville on the side. It just doesn't gel with me. Whereas I think that's just that is strictly my opinion. I know there are other people who will agree disagree with that. But yeah. whereas with the Flash, I felt the Flash was a, uh, executed a lot. Th- this is a show I could watch. This looks like fun. He's a superhero that's happy to be a superhero. It just felt a bit. I I I liked how it was represented. I I, I, I quite quite look and Gotham Gotham does look good and I I the cast of Gotham was what got me. I think Mady who played Ryan in the OC was a great actor, so I think he he's going to do a fine job. That's that's going to be an interesting series. But like Mike just said, I am curious as to what kind of mileage they can get from from a show like Gotham. You know where where can it go without kind of upset upsetting the? Because I guess they could just do what Smallville because Smallville just went right off on its own thing, didn't it? To a certain degree. Well, yeah, it's kind of on its own. I mean, you're never going to see Batman grow up, right? He's he's, yeah. he's ten years, twelve years old, or whatever, you yeah. know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got a, you've got years before you had to get into any of that, and they can just sort of do, you know, DC crime, you know, yeah. stories, a lot around uh, Carmen, Carmine, and a lot around the underground, and 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 weave in these characters that we know later on. And see how it turns out. It's uh, the, what's key is the writing on that first episode was real good. The dialogue was good. There wasn't anything too super cheesy. And uh, you're right, the acting was was above normal for a television show. Cool. Yeah. So overall, your your your, your Comic Con experience in terms of like uh, action figure geekery and just overall geekery in general, were you happy with this year's Comic Con? Yeah, it was good. It wasn't one of the best, but it was good. I mean, like I said, there was two or three really solid reveals. There were a few things I was disappointed we didn't get to see. Uh, but I think that uh, the fact that they've added those nighttime shows and kind of kind of spread the crowd out a bit, that it, it was a better experience certainly this year than it was last year. Cool. And uh, what, about, what about you, Mike? What was your kind of what's 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 been your highlights of, of the con? Because I, I don't know about you, but I, as as I wasn't there, although my big. If anyone's up, by the way, at San Diego Comic Con, I went over to Mattel booth. Did you all check? Did you check out the big Shira, Mike? Yeah, I got a picture of it. Did you? I think it's under the miscellaneous section. Oh, oh man, I gotta get that picture. I'm, I'm doing a full. You gotta look at the miscellaneous section because there's a girl, little girl there who is probably no more than five, dressed up as Rocket Raccoon. That was just the cutest oh, thing. Oh, I think I saw her. <laughs> Didn't they? There was a contest. Cause I was watching. I was watching those little live feeds and stuff like that as well. And there was like a little fancy dress contest, and I saw a little girl in a Rocket Raccoon outfit. It looked amazing. Yeah, you're. So, fo- and you're, there was a little Star Lord as well, wasn't there? Yeah, your princess of uh, your princess of power there. She's there. She runs cool. there. Sweet. I got her about halfway down the page. Wicked, oh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Wasn't, oh. wasn't there also, I don't know if it was it a Comic-Con as well, there was a really cute little pink uh, bo- Boba Fett. Uh, I don't know what the, <laughs> it was kind of like a little oh, girl just right. Boba Fett in like there was, pink. There was a few Boba, pink Boba Fett in there. was a pink It's just a little girl, she was like a cross between kind of like My Little Pony and, uh, and, and yeah, it, it just looked very cute. There, uh, I was trying to figure out if I could convince Mattel somehow to let me have it. Oh, right. <laughs> when the show was over, let me take the She-Ra... What the sheer standy? Did you like it that ah, much, Mike? Right. Were, yeah. were you so wowed by it? By my I awesome was so skills? wowed by it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite miscellaneous picture, though, if you scroll down towards the bottom, is a picture of uh, Jason, uh, a guy dressed up as one of the later Jasons. All right. Um, texting. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking at it right this moment. Yeah, and, and I just, just thought that just, was just hilarious. A, you know those those little moments. <laughs> Serial killer at rest. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah, mom, everything's fine. I'm at SDC. <laughs> Don't worry. Did you, did you go to I any mean, major big parties this year, Mike? Um, let's see. I went to. Uh, Blag your way into anyone this year? <laughs> well, the sideshow party was enjoyable. Um, right. I, it was interesting, though. Um, there were about 
Oh, I see. They told me. 550 people? Wow. At the party, something like that. And uh, there were, it was, it's, it's become such an industry party because Sideshow runs it now. So it's become an industry party. I have pictures I, I got to meet and chat with uh, all three judges from Face Off were there. Um, uh, one of the guys from uh, uh, the Jim Henson uh, Creature Shop was there. Um, and so it's become more of this sort of industry event. Um, so it was fun. It was great food uh, and a nice open bar. Uh, but it wasn't quite like it was, you know, I was, I, I was sitting at a table for a while with some of the sideshow freaks of old. Uh, we mentioned how 20 or 15 years ago or 12 years ago we would go and, uh, it was just, you know, 50 of us sideshow freaks that knew each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a different kind of party now, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a different thing. And I went to a couple more. They weren't nearly as exciting as the Bates Motel one I hit last year, but they were, it was, it was a good time. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Any more, uh, any more thoughts yourself there, Mike, on it? No, or Jeff, it rather. Me. Sorry, Jeff. That, no, no, no. As, as I say, I mean, I always live, I always live my SDCC coverage for, you know, through through Mike's coverage of it, and I'm, I'm always kind of like, you know, a day by day kind of hitting it up and seeing where the latest photos are and trawling through it, and it's. Uh, it is, it is an invaluable source for all of us geeks, and uh, you know I thank him greatly for actually going to the effort of doing it every year and actually you know getting back to his hotel and uploading all these images, which I know can be a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. So uh, no, I loved it. I mean, it, it, it's it's the next best thing to being there. Obviously, you don't get the sights, the sounds, and all the bug, all the smells. smells? But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but it's but it's it's, it's a good way of actually getting a, getting your kind of daily dose. It was interesting to see some of the stuff at like the Hasbro and Mattel booth. It's always funny to see what's come and goes, yeah. you know, what's what's the highlights and what's not. Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought at the Hasbro booth this year, the lack of Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's no lack of Joe. Yeah, there's no Joe. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was Marvel Legends, Star Wars, My Little Pony, yeah. uh, Transformers. That was pretty much the, you know, they usually do the four corners of their booth. Yeah, uh, and that was pretty much it. Uh, there was very little else, you know, it was a little Creo, but um, and then so so that was weird. It was nice to see Marvel and Marvel Legends, you know, get some. Yeah, get some. yeah, there was some nice ones. There. I like that build a figure old, and he was nice. Because yep. with Hasbro, it was kind of like when when the Black Series first kicked off. Uh, that they were kind of full of themselves, saying, "Oh, this is going to be a very you know we're only going to we're only going to hit on the real key characters and do them perfect. You know, this is going to be our mm-hmm. our kind of like this is going to be our black label of, of." But it does seem that they've like it's it's been so well received. They're like, "Shit, it's open season. Let's just do them all. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. just go crazy again. Let's just do everyone at this scale and quick as quickly as we can." And, and I think that for me, that's kind of like that's that's kind of lost a little bit for me. I wish they were just doing like. A few characters a year, really well, that you could like build up year on year. But I think you know, once they start, um, I don't know, flooding the market with so many, you know, tertiary characters, let alone primary characters, you're thinking uh, it's lost a little bit of what they were originally planning to do. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was a bit like that as well, actually. What about the Mattel yeah. booth, Mike? Um, well, obviously, Masters of the Universe classics look great, right? You know, they got the Come big sheep out of there. What else could you want? I mean, it's like look. they really are pushing Hot Wheels this year. Yeah, that's more than any other. Was sweet, man. That yeah, they they had a lot of Hot Wheels display, which they usually you know have just a little corner someplace. But this yeah, year yeah, they yeah. pushed it hard. Yeah. Um, and the other thing they pushed really hard that they had a ton of was the whole Monster High Once Upon a Time. No, uh, right, okay. Dolls. They they had a huge corner sucked up by that, and uh, uh, that was a, that was a big. Now it was nice to see some of the DC stuff. You know, it's it's nice to see that that hasn't gone completely by the wayside. 
I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of that replica '66 Batman cowl that they had there. Mm. No, was that not stupid. good? Yeah, not good. But otherwise, you know, I thought the Mattel boots. Mattel boots always fun. They, you know, uh, and unlike Hasbro, you can actually get the exclusives. So yeah, it's, uh, you can it's nice. actually get the exclusives. In fairness, yeah. but you know what? There's a trick to the whole Hasbro booth, man. And people just don't seem to wake up and smell a coffee with the Hasbro booth. Queuing up for the Hasbro booths for mugs. I have been to San Diego Comic Con six times in a row. Or six times now. Six times I've been to San Diego Comic Con. I have never once queued for Hasbro, and I've gotten everything I've wanted from Hasbro. <laughs> what's, what's, what's my trick, I wonder? <laughs> Wait. Not queuing? Not queuing. Wait till the end of the day. When the queue's really small, cruise on up. Every time I've gone to the Hasbro booth, I just cruise on up. There's been no queue. It's at the end of the day, they're just going to close up, and I'll just try and squeeze in before it closes. Done. And if I miss it, I miss it, man. I'm, I, you, to me, that's ruining a con. I mean, it's just. I mean, obviously, pr- people's priorities are different. But when yeah. you see this, the, 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 these lines for these figures, it's just. Come on. I mean, it's just have fun at the gig for crying out loud. This but, year and, and was another... my my smallest purchases. This year, I only sent two relatively small boxes back home, and All it was right. mostly the Mattel stuff I'd pre-ordered. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So yeah, well, I was I mean, very relaxed. Oh, I was going to say about Mattel thing, just, just real quick. Masters of the Universe is a property that has no entertainment, and yet it can still boast a big display like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All right, it just got DC Comics last year, but that doesn't really have much right. impact on sales. Yeah. I imagine. They're, not, they're not causing people to buy figures. But we're talking about a brand here that has no entertainment, and yet it can still punch pretty high and have a pretty large display and presence at San Diego Comic-Con. I think that's pretty impressive, actually, for a, small little, lady, for a small little ladies' brand. Yeah. And your picture of the Shira standee is, is one of the nicest ones I've seen. You and the Fush got the best ones, actually, of that one. Yeah. The, the one other thing I was going to mention, that, that if um, th- that I thought was unique, because I don't do Tonner. Okay, I oh the other Tonner stuff. I don't ever buy the Tonner stuff. Now I was on a panel. Uh, I I was a judge for the Captain Action customizing um, panel yeah. on, on one of the days, and on that panel along with me was one of the guys from Tonner, and we were talking about this. and And I don't do Tonner. I've never bought a single Tonner doll. But this year I almost broke down. I came so close because they're really? they're doing a Sheldon. Uh, oh, they're doing really? a big bang oh, that's right, yeah. And they have a Sheldon that is actually. Almost something I would buy. <laughs> All right. Almost. almost I can see so the almost. So for people who are Big Bang Theory the fans, you should at least give it a check. Yeah. It's not. It's not Hot Toys. You know, Tanner dolls are a different style. They're not they intended to be Hot Toys. Yeah. Uh, they're fashion dolls. That's what they're supposed to be. But yeah. it's worth checking it out if you're a big fan of the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. There again, people look at your phones and your devices should be on there. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I see. You mean almost purchase? It is almost. Something well, it's close enough. Have. You know who it is. It's kind of cool. It's not like you're ever going to get a great Sheldon action figure. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Hot Toys isn't going to do Big Bang Theory. So, um, it it was close, and they're only like 150 bucks. And when I say only, I mean you know these are 18 inch dolls compared to the the 12 inch oh, Hot Toys right, stuff. Oh, right, inch, 18 inches. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, it does look like Sheldon enough to warrant this, doesn't it? I suppose. So. Yeah, the con exclusive I think was the. Green Lantern shirt, maybe, and the regular one's going to have the Flash shirt. They have already announced they're doing Amy as well. Oh, crikey, they've done yeah. an Avatar as well. Jesus. The Avatars look weird, man. Oh, yeah, the Avatars. They, oh, they the Avatars look really weird. They're doing, uh, they're doing Captain Action. That's why he was on the Captain Action panel. They're doing Lady Action. <laughs> Whoa, Lady Action. Is that Lady Action? She's mm-hmm. well butch. Any more final thoughts before we end the show, Lance? 
That's it for me. That's no, it for you no, guys. No, I'm cool. Okay, lads. Well, that was episode 17 of the Hot Toy Cast. Join us. Uh, we'll probably be back again in a few weeks again, I'd imagine. We'll get back in the usual swing of things. We just thought it'd be good to get a good old San Diego review show in there pretty sharpishly. Uh, look at all your devices, of course, for all the pictures as we're talking about them. Uh, and they should be popping up in your little thingies. So, on that note, I shall leave the show. My name is Eamon O'Donoghue. And this is Michael Crawford saying good night. And Jeff Parker, good night. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you in a few weeks. Ta-ra!